only one Cartwright. Remember that. The Big Seven Fora. Big Bill coming to us live. Let me guess today. Uh, let me go look at my crystal ball. I see. I see. It's either Sacramento or San Francisco. I don't know. It's somewhere where the weather's beautiful. What's going on, big fella? Likely it's somewhere in between. My wife, Sherry, and I are driving. Oh, no, not driving again. You know, we have so many problems with you driving. I mean, <laughs> see, we're, we're, we're going to get cut off. Something's going to happen. He's going to go pull over and go to In-N-Out Burger, something like that. Uh, something's going to happen. Ooh, I want In-N-Out now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to be In-N-Out. It'll probably be... Uh, um, my wife wanted to go somewhere to stop for a cold drink. Starbucks, probably. Oh, Starbucks. Jeez. Okay, yeah. I understand yeah. that. Cool. No Fairfield cool. Soul Food spot, huh? Nah, you know, soul food during the summer, nah, not, not so much. I, I'm kind of with you on that. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, okay. I, that's, that's, that's really going to slow me down. It's going to slow you down. <laughs> All right, man. So since you're commuting and, um, you know, let's talk a little Bay Area here. Uh, I'm sure you're, you've been following what's going on here with the uh, college conference realignment and all the nonsense that's been going on. And the Pac-12 is deteriorating and exploding right in front of our eyes here, my friend. And, you know, the latest today is that we hear that Stanford and Cal could be going to the ACC. That is the Atlantic Coast Conference. You know, we're Duke and North Carolina and Wake Forest and Miami and Florida State play. How much sense does that make to you that Cal and Stanford could be playing in the ACC? That makes no sense, especially uh, basketball-wise. Football, I think you can get away with it because... It's a road trip, and and you know even though you got to play in different type of weather, um, but basketball, bleak game. That's that's a long ride to go over there. So that makes zero sense. And also, for such an established two colleges that should be setting the tone for everybody else. Uh, Stanford and Cal, it's 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 ridiculous. And these guys, you can't tell me these guys are out of money. <laughs> Come on, it's ridiculous. Those those guys have got have got to, they've got uh, tons of donors. They've got uh, uh, tons of very uh, affluent, uh, uh, smart people. So uh, to me, it, it, it makes not, no sense. So. I don't get it. I, you know, it's interesting that in our conference, uh, teams, conferences have been recruiting Gonzaga for years to leave, and they've had enough vision to stay where they are. And if, if something's not broke, why, uh, why mess with it? But, uh, yeah, yeah. None, none of that makes any sense to me. Well, we back it up, but none, none of it makes sense for USC and UCLA to be going to the Big Ten. 
right, Oklahoma no. and Texas going to the SEC, and you know before that it was A and M and Missouri and all this. They just it, okay, but what none of this makes sense. But now you're saying okay. Those two schools are gone. Now there's talk that maybe the the Big Ten will now turn to the Big Twenty or whatever, uh, and you know that you're going to take you know the Arizona schools, you're going to take Washington, you're going to take Oregon. Literally right now, of the twelve schools, there are four in place right now, and they're happen to be the bottom four. You know, like you know Washington State and Oregon State in these schools, and so now it's like okay, the ACC says, well, we want to poach Cal and Stanford. Let's be honest. Cal and Stanford, even though they're great academic schools, they really haven't had much success in in any sport. I maybe you know Stanford with women's basketball and maybe Stanford in baseball, but football they haven't had success and in men's basketball neither one have had success for a long, long time. And so that was the word that was going to happen. Now they had a meeting last night with the ACC presidents. And pursuing and talking about Cal and Stanford for conference membership, now they're saying, "Well, it's kind of hit, uh, you know, significant roadblocks." So no vote was taken, and now they're saying, "Well, it really doesn't make sense to add these two schools because they really don't bring us much financially. It's not much of a financial gain." Well, why'd you start these conversations? In the beginning, and, and it's true. I mean, does Stanford and Cal, you know, make the ACC more attractive? Well, I think it just makes it more difficult. I mean, from a proximity standpoint, it doesn't make sense. Travel standpoint, rivalry standpoint, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense, period, Bill. And I don't know when it's ever going to stop, but the floodgates are now open where there is no proximity. The There are no rivalries. They don't take any of that in consideration. And for the most part, aren't all of these schools already already making a lot of money? I understand the Pac-12 uh, TV deal is 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 horrible, and it and it was horrible from the beginning. You know, when you don't incorporate you know direct TV into your package, and I, I get all that, but it's just crazy how this you know perceived you know money that they're going to make when they move to these conferences is is just just outweighing everything else of common sense? Well, of course it does. Um, I mean, the only benefit it could be for them, one benefit, is money. So if, if, if their package is bigger and they, and they can make no, if they can make more money, they'll go, which is interesting because it's we know that uh, Stanford's do. Stanford can't need money. Uh, Cal can't need money. Uh, they can't need more notoriety. Uh, why in the world would you leave? You, you're, you know, at least academically, you're already at the top. So, and and you're right, and. And not only that, but sports-wise, you're not great already. Now you're going to get killed. Right, right. And, and, you know, you get money for making bowl games and going deep into NCAA tournaments, right? I mean, Cal and Stanford are going to get killed in, in, in football and basketball. I mean, it doesn't make – yeah, it didn't make any sense for so many reasons. 
And I, I see why I guess they're, they're forced from a Cal and Stanford standpoint to explore because they're saying, Oh, wait a minute. Our conference might be obliterated here. If all these other schools are leaving, wait a minute. We went from the Pac 12 to the Pac four now. So I mean, now they're talking about, okay, bringing Mount West conference teams in. I mean, hey, you guys are safe in the WCC because you don't have any football programs over there. But I mean, that it, it's crazy. Now, now, that doesn't make sense. Here's what else the ACC was talking about doing. How much does this make sense? Uh, let's invite SMU to our conference. SMU, what do they bring? I don't know. Yeah. It's, 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 it's almost like uh, a, a player now who feels like they can get a dollar more. They'll leave. They'll leave regardless. And it's, it's just really bizarre thinking. And would you love to be in a meeting, just in a meeting with, with one of these colleges when they're talking about leaving yeah. and their justifications for leaving? So um, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing of, of, of what's going on. I, I know things change, times change. Uh, it's just going to. But uh, but you would think there'd be some kind of normality in uh, in the sport and in the conference where all these teams are just bailing uh, for money. So I don't know unless unless they're really that desperate. So that's crazy in its own right. But then what's more crazy? You got the Notre Dame situation. Now, we know Notre Dame has been independent in football for a long, long time, and they don't want to leave their independency, okay, because of their NBC TV deal, even though it would make a whole lot of sense from a proximity standpoint, rivalry standpoint, and even money standpoint for them to join the Big Ten. Makes all the sense in the world. But Notre Dame is already part of the ACC in every other sport except football. And so the ACC saying, Hey, let's get Notre Dame in here, you know, full time with every sport. And Notre Dame is saying, No, no, thanks. We're fine. We like it the way it is. If you're the ACC, you're going like, That, that makes sense. Okay. You're there for basketball. You're there for, for lacrosse and baseball and softball and everything else that's going on, right? Fencing, whatever. But for football, no, nah, no, thank you. You know, we're going to stay independent and we'll continue to play Army and Navy and, you know, schedule USC, Stanford, but who knows? That might all change now, too, because with USC, you know, leaving for the Big Ten and everything. I mean, Notre Dame is an independent, but they're in the ACC for every other sport except football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Notre Dame's always been thought a little differently than. Than, than most schools, and you know, I don't mind. I don't mind them um, um, being a little bit different, being a little more aloof. There's, I mean, uh, I'm not a Notre Dame fan, as you know, but uh, you got to give them credit for their standards, not only academically, but uh, but sports wise. And uh, I had some friends of mine who went to Notre Dame, and and those guys. They do an extraordinarily great job of, of bonding and uh, get-togethers and alumni events. It's it's 
it's it's really irritating because it's everything every university should be. Right. So uh, those guys have great alumni. So you got to give them credit. Those guys are uh, those guys are really smart and they're really tight. But you know, in the same uh, vein, you got BYU, which again, you know, it was in the WCC for basketball, and I guess you know all the other sports as well too, right? Now, I mean. They're an independent with football, so they're kind of in, in the same situation. You look at them in football and they were in the Mountain West and now they're independent. They're, and they're having, you know, problems scheduling these games. It's, it's strange, but then they join your conference, the WCC, and it's very, very similar to Notre Dame. And what's the latest with that? I mean, is BYU in or are they out of the WCC? They're out, right? Uh, as far as I know, they're out. Yeah. They're out. And they, they've always been on balls, you know, when we, have these uh, playing against these guys who are really good players and they're on the court they're they're 23 24 25 years old their wives at the game and they had kids <laughs> so it's it's not really the I don't think they're, our students are having the same experience they are <laughs> so uh it was probably rightly so that those guys exit uh to 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 another conference not that not that any other school has that either. But uh, but definitely definitely different. So, um, you know, I give credit. I mean, while while they were here, they were they were great for our conference. They were always really competitive. Uh, so they were they were they were good for our conference, and and good luck to them. Yeah, the ever-changing world of college athletics. So the big seven-footer, Big Bill Cartwright, joins us. How much have you been uh, watching the women's World Cup? You know, this is amazing that the World Cup is going on, and initially I was like, I'm going to watch a minute of this. And then I ended up watching more and more and more. It's outstanding. You're hooked. I'm, I'm, you got hooked I on it. I am hooked. I, I am hooked. And it's, it's funny, Sherry, who's sitting right here, she's hooked too. Okay. And it's, 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 it's really amazing that those gals, they are so competitive. And this is the difference with all the other countries and us. It's personal for them. It means everything to them. And just the emotion that happens on the floor, the physicality that's going on, um, Every shot is takes your breath away. It's just how sports should be. And the sad thing, what the hell is the U.S. doing? Why don't we have that same feeling when we're playing? When you watch these other countries, every single shot is life or death. Yeah. And it's so emotional. And for us, it's like, nah, you know, we lost. World Cup, it's no big deal, and uh, so. Uh, but I tell you, uh, I am hooked on it. It is amazing to see uh, these how proud everybody is of their country. Um, the effort that's put in, um, beautiful. 
just really beautiful stuff. You know, I love the pageantry. I love, you know, the men's world cup. Uh, it's, it's in, in, in the European championships, all that for everything that you said, you know, and, uh, you know, even world cup basketball and the Olympic games. I mean, it's, it's, it's for your country and you're right. They take it very, very seriously. And as far as team USA go getting eliminated in the round of 16 in the quarterfinals and you lose on penalty kicks and you lose to Sweden, you're the back to back champions. And yeah, they came in here an older team they came in as like okay we've 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 got this and they they played with no urgency but when you're talking about an embarrassing factor i mean hey you can go back and just like me you can remember those USA basketball teams and and you know underperforming the you know John Thompson was the coach and this and that we were having our college kids and we had to go to the dream team in 1992 and have our professionals play because it was humiliating you know for them to lose uh, because they thought it was their rite of passage that we should win every Olympiad and I think that's what it was for these women for the United States. A soccer team because they, they, they won the last two cups and they thought they're going to cruise through this. But then when you look at the roster and the makeup, you're going, Hmm, there, there, you know, I got some question marks about the head coach. You know, you got some of these women that are, are injured and they're older. Yeah, you're right. It didn't seem like there was any urgency, but the embarrassing part, Bill, is they scored four goals in four games and a majority of those goals were in the opening game against Vietnam, who was terrible, just terrible. I mean, shouldn't even been in the World Cup. And that's the only game that you won. You won one game. And then you drew or lost in the rest. That is embarrassing. And they need to be called out for it. Yeah, yeah. You just you just wonder how the uh, team gets selected, uh, how the coach gets selected, uh, who's accountable, uh, but what happens on the, on the field? And let's just put the best players out there, regardless of uh, what's happened in the past, regardless of age, regardless of everything. With the best players out there, you got you got your best chance. Yeah. But once again, for me, uh, you know, soccer is like what the fourth, fourth or fifth most popular sport in our country. As opposed to the rest of the world, soccer is number one to everybody else. So there's just this de-emphasis or it's okay to lose kind of attitude. And and you've seen this. I've been seeing World Cup or the Olympics and their country loses. Like if, uh, if Spain loses, do not go over there and talk about that match to anybody that's not Spanish. They're going to be very upset. It's true. It's true. Uh, now, 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 for us, it's fine. So uh, it just doesn't have the same emphasis. It doesn't have the same feel. It doesn't have the same meaning. Um, that's why we'll, we'll never, especially in the men, we'll never dominate. No. All right. Give Unless, me your. Give me, go ahead. No, unless we can uh, uh, get get the right people over here in our country um, who are the best soccer players. And I would say that those are probably Latino, maybe get them on the team so we can uh, win. But, uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. 
All right, you've been watching it. Give me the winner. Who wins it? Who wins the Women's World Cup? Yeah, I don't know. You know, every time we watch a match, it's like uh, Sweden's supposed to be good. The other one's supposed to be good. We don't know. We don't know enough. This is like this is like a brand new sport we're kind of excited about. So we have we have no clue. I can't get him to pick a winner. Part. I mean, I can't get him to pick a winner during football season, basketball season, and in the Women's World Cup. I don't know. That's well, okay. Well, well, you can't be a winner then because you want to bet on it. You know, that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't even know what the odds are, so I don't know. Now, I'm just asking you who to pick. I don't I don't know anything about the odds with that, you know, whether it's Sweden or uh, whatever, you know, Spain or whatever. I don't know. I want you to I want you to pick a winner and see if you're right. That's all. All right. We're going to let you go. Get back on the road. There it is. That is the big seven-footer and the lovely Sherry in the car traveling again. The Griswold family. There they are. You don't have grandma, you know, up on the top of the of the SUV there, do you? Not this time. Not this time. And you recognize this song, don't you? you rec- yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's true. We'll just call you Clark. How's that? Yeah, exactly. Pretty close. <laughs> Right. Just, hey, just let me know if, uh, you know, uh, you see, what's her name, driving down the road. Who was that, Nunchuck? Come on. No. Who's the, come on, Bill. Who was the blondie driving down the road in the original vacation? Who was it? That was Chris. Christy Brinkley. Yeah, Christy Brinkley. Thank you very much. Jeez. Oh, there you go. Look, oh, look over to the left. There she is. All right, brother. Be good. Drive safe. And we'll uh, talk to you soon. All right, guys. All right. Remember, my next Chicago trip, Froggies, August 24th. Make the arrangements. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. There it is.